I'm look. sorry, I'm laughing really hard at that line. <laughs> she was a Baptist, and so was my father. <laughs> Welcome to Two Peas in the Snow. Here on KCUA, 91.5 FM Fairbanks, Alaska. The only show here on KSUA where we constantly laugh for no apparent reason. <laughs> I am your host, JC, and I'm here with... Kristen. 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 Ding, ding. But yeah, so finally, snow is melting. Great. The sun is out. <laughs> Sun is out, but you still wear your jacket or your sweater. I haven't been wearing <laughs> sweaters or jackets. Because she's an Alaskan woman. I'm a true Alaskan. <laughs> <laughs> she's a trooper. No, yeah. I mean, it, good thing that they're finally starting to figure out where the sewage system is like clogging for like on the campus. site. Or, well, on the roads. Because you can see those giant puddles that have been happening on the roads. Not really. Like around Fairbanks, there have been like big, like just oh, that's splues of water. So pretty much because that, that feels like the norm. Yeah. So breakup. Yeah. So like right now, they've just been going around and like cleaning those things up, which is like oh, thank God, because <laughs> trying to to walk around those things uh, or anything is like a travesty. Mm-hmm. Although I have to tell you, I saw yesterday uh, a high school couple. Who pretty much, like, they're walking in front of me, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's this little area, like, the, the actual sidewalk uh, that you can walk on. But it's kind of icy. Mm-hmm. And you have, like, the giant puddle of water yep. that's on the side. Yep. And so, you know, the guy was, like, oh, being, like, uh, gentlemanly. <laughs> gentleman, gentleman-like <laughs> to his girlfriend or whatever. Yes. Because there's, like, there's two, like, uh, electricity poles. Right. Like as you're walking around. Mm-hmm. So you're, know, you're supposed to kind of grab and kind of swing yourself around because it's just a small edge. <laughs> okay. So, so I was like, OK, she does it. And like I thought, OK, he's going to do the same thing. Psyche puts his leg down in the water and then goes out, continues. Right. And then they're walking and then they go to the second one, which isn't as bad as the first one. And he just walks through just it. Just walks through it. Like he got he got his uh, car hard. Boots and just in in it. I was like, "What? Like, dude?" And then they started walking into the mall. I'm like, "Dude, come on! That's gonna be disgusting afterwards." A true Alaskan. <laughs> I mean, I would have believed if you, I would have been like, "Cool," if like they had like, he had boots on, you know, whatever. But nah, the Carhartts, those work boots. He's like, "I'm gonna put them to use." Yep. I'm gonna show my girl that. I, I'm not scared of water, question mark. <laughs> but yeah, oh my God, that was really like bizarre. And I kind of looked behind me because I know there's someone walking behind me as well, like another student. And so I just kind of looked at him and then he just kind of gave me like a, like a <laughs> face because I, I was like, like, are you seeing what I'm seeing? Oh uh, gosh. Yeah, it was definitely odd. Oh gosh. Yeah. And then today, <laughs> even weirder at the bus stop, uh, for like coming back here to campus mm. there's there's like three pairs of socks just in the little area uh where you can wait for the bus you know just covered in water or whatever so i was just kind of like um okay this is odd um <laughs> i wonder if they purposely left the socks or if they just took them off had nowhere to put them well there's three pairs of socks 
Yeah. Why would you have three pairs of socks? It's like they look clean. They honestly look clean. So I was like, oh, but they were wet. Yeah, they're, they're on the floor in the water. Oh, Cause, cause, I see what you mean. Yeah, because there was some like water buildup that was there, so it was just melting. It's mm. just water present. So that was like bizarre. I was like, okay, interesting. <laughs> oh yes, the litter that we find in Fairbanks. Yep. <laughs> visit visit Fairbanks.com. <laughs> 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 oh, but another thing. Um, did you see the the clip from uh, what's the name? Is the the clip John John Oliver show yesterday? Yeah, oh, week, about tonight. them coming to Fairbanks, Fairbanks or for the to D-Man. talk about the Nanana Ice Classic. Yeah. I saw it on your Instagram uh-huh. story. Did you mention see the full clip? No, I did not. Uh, it was really interesting because he's like starts talking about it, um, and then he's like, "Oh yeah, we're bringing this mascot that we had from like seven years ago, the polar bear, <laughs> the polar bear with a broken something." Oh, it's explicit. I can't tell you. Say oh, it. okay. <laughs> And yeah, so then like just seeing it that they're in the airport and everything, and then they say, you know, F I'll watch word. it later. I think when I saw it on your feed, it was like right before I was gonna go to bed, so I was mm-hmm. just like, I'm not gonna watch this right now. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny, and because I first I thought I'm like, hmm, wouldn't they go to Anchorage first and then come up? I'm like, wait, no, it makes more sense to go from here down to Nana. Um, so yeah. yeah, so now I guess a lot of people are now interested in in the breakup. Oh, and I wonder how much. Cool. Uh, money they end up raising because i think his program is going to donate ten thousand dollars to the um food bank of alaska oh which is pretty cool that's good yeah because he said like if we win we'll give the money and he says and if we don't it doesn't matter we'll still give the money oh did they buy tickets they for bought like one ticket. like oh my god they say like i will buy only one ticket you know just because you know people who have a bunch of money they could have basically bought every single second yeah you know to be yeah. closest yeah so i think last year's but i think most people only buy one or two tickets. I don't think a lot of people buy a bunch of tickets for the Ice Classic. You don't know the rich people here. They could do that. <laughs> These old people who could just buy as many as they want. Like, oh, yeah. I've never bought a ticket. I feel like I should buy a ticket. <laughs> Me too. Okay, I didn't know there, like, because apparently there's like these barrels that you have to put them in. Yeah. Um. So I'd, I've never seen one. And then uh, someone... a lot of like Safeways, like I know Safeway North Pole does it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some grocery stores sell it and then other random like Fairbanks businesses. Yeah, I got the list here in Fairbanks of where they all have them. So I'm like, I want to put one or, you know, yeah, I think we both know or at least I know the mayor of Ninana is my friend. So, oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Josh Peck Verhagen. (laughs) (laughs) Josh Verhagen. He did Japanese. He was in my class. He speaks Chinese. Ooh, I did not know. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't interview him. I guess we have to bring him up on the show now. Yeah, I know. I'm like, why? I mean, not that donating to the food bank is not a good... It, it, it's great that they donated food yeah. to the food bank, but I'm like, it's the Ninana Ice Classic. Ninana puts it on. That's not... A, it, I mean, even though we do it in Fair... Like, people buy it mostly in Fairbanks. It's a Ninana thing. <laughs> oh, no. Well, the whole thing, the whole segment was that they came... Like, it just shows that they were in Fairbanks... At the airport. Yeah. And, then and then they went to Nina. Nina. And then that's where they were talking with people or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so that was pretty cool. I was like, all right, nice. This is pretty interesting to see um, how how we got like, some recognition in that sense. Yeah. Is it, they call it like a crazy like sport or like betting thing. But I'm like, 
it's Alaska. What do you expect? Yeah. And also we don't have like the lottery here. So. Right. So this, this is the best thing that we can do. Just bet on a tripod and see when it falls <laughs> or when it moves 100 feet in the river. Yeah. So. But it, it was pretty interesting. I was like, yeah, I'm down definitely to see this thing again. Or like try to like buy one. Yeah. Because I think la- they said that the previous, I'm not sure if it was last year's, but it was uh, $233,000. Uh, <laughs> well, no, I mean, it was just based on what, what they raised. Oh, yeah. What they raised for the thing. Yeah. Um, overall. So, you know, I think that was like their amount that they that they raised. So I wonder if with this kind of like, you know, spotlight, I wonder if there's more people that would, if the stakes would go even higher, I guess, mm. you know. Because that would be pretty cool to see as well. I mean, whoever wins, they get equally distributed. So, yeah. Because I think they had what, like twelve winners last time, which something? is amazing. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like that's pretty wow. Because you have to do it down to the second, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's. I don't think most of the time the winners are not like right on the second. It's just like whatever's the closest. Yeah. But like to me, like that's still amazing that twelve people could guess that closely, like down to the second. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like most people are just guessing in in 30 days, like in May, April, because in April, it's at some point in April, it's going to happen. Yeah. So they just have 30 days of guess. And then from there, it's just hours and and stuff. So I feel like it's not that crazy that someone could, like many multiple people could guess it. Mm-hmm. I think it's like compared to, let's say, like this Super Bowl, or I mean, Super, the Power Bowl and stuff like that, <laughs> uh, where those numbers are a little more infinite. For just how, what your op, your chances are, and yet still, multiple people win that as well. <laughs> but not like a large amount. Also, it's more, no. It's more usually smaller. like four, yeah, or five, or really sometimes finite. like two, mm-hmm. yeah, or one, <laughs> or one. Yeah, but uh, anyway, I guess we should just move on to our topic of today. <laughs> that was our our daily blather. <laughs> yeah. No, that's okay. I mean, we had the time today, too. Definitely. Um, hope you guys actually enjoyed last week's episode. Yeah, um, I hope really so, fun. too. I know it was uh, maybe a little bit more serious than other topics that we've done, but I think that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it's nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we are in Alaska, so I feel like we should sometimes, you know, talk about Alaskan culture, yeah. Alaskan, like, yeah. Like to the the Ninana thing is like it's an Alaskan tradition. Yes. So it's like, why not? Yes, yes. See, I would say it would be really cool if we somehow managed to in- interview an Iditarod racer. Oh. That would be pretty cool. I feel like there's a few of them who are from Fairbanks anyway. Yeah. No, there are. Mm. <laughs> She's like thinking, who do I know? Who potentially? <laughs> I don't know anyone personally, but I mean, it's Fairbanks. It's small. Yeah. Probably know someone who knows someone. <laughs> Right. I feel I feel that like we do. Like there's always gonna be a connection of some sort. Yeah. Uh speaking of connection. <laughs> um yeah, so last week while we were talking, um I mentioned about being mixed race. I don't do you remember what exactly it was? You're the one who edits yeah, the episode. Well so. I, I asked I asked um uh Elton about um cartoons that represent that have oh, that representation, representation yes. right and then, then i asked you what like what do you think or like if you've seen anything like that yeah um and what are your thoughts of like the representation there like if there's anything of that yeah in 
for like mixed race kids. Yes. Uh, you said no. <laughs> No, I'm pretty sure I said it's increasing. <laughs> and then I said, but there that's a whole other episode. Like yeah. I can talk a lot more about it. Mm-hmm. So, so today we're talking a lot yeah, more about it. <laughs> today we're talking a lot more about it, but not specifically just representation of mixed race mm-hmm. people, but uh being mixed race yeah. in general. Um, which is mostly gonna be my narrative because JC is not mixed race. No. <laughs> um I mean, we can probably start-ish with the representation thing, since that's mm-hmm. what we were talking about last week. Yeah. Um, I will say that there's a lot more representation for mixed-race people currently in media and entertainment than there was when I was a child. Mm-hmm. But that's also because I think that me and Jen, well, no, are you Gen Z or are you Millennial? Um, Did we establish this? Or are you like right on that bordering? I'm on a border pretty much of both. Um, I mean, obviously there have been mixed race people for many, 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 many years. Yeah. <laughs> um, but as far as the U.S., I would say that millennials were the first um, generation where mixed, like, how do I word this? Not the first generation to have mixed kids, obviously not. No, but the first generation to have more mixed kids, and then I think that Gen Z is really the generation of like a lot of mixed kids. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say it's more of the normalization or like like fineness with it, because with pre, you know, just knowing how U.S. history was before. Yes, you know, just kind of. You having a child with someone who is not of your same race, you know, yada, yada, yada. We have those type of, like, discussions from the past. Yes, and um, people of two different races not being allowed to date or get married. Yeah. Um, that did not stop people. That did not stop people from doing bad things. Yep. <laughs> so, so there's definitely mixed-raced children out there, but I think they were always categorized into whatever race they looked more like. Yeah. Um, and not talked about being mixed race. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but no, I definitely think that part of the reason why there's a lot more representation in the media and in entertainment of mixed race people is because there's just more rix- mixed race people in general. Yeah. Um, Although I feel like at the same time that kind of comes, uh, it could be, it can come in like two ways. One, it could be like, as a way for like, you know, to publicize, to promote, right? They might use it in that sense, you know, like, oh, because he's this and this, you know, it's this audience type. Yeah. Um, but then also it can kind of be uh, seen as, um, well, I mean, especially today, uh, just ooh, look for hip or something like that. Or there's like the issue again where it's like, um, they are mixed, but then they have the the thing where they identify more with one and the other, and then that's kind of how they're portrayed. And then people would be like, "Oh, but why don't you care about your other side?" Right? Yeah, I was I was going to say actually that yeah. I feel like this past couple of years have really there's been a massive rise in Asian representation in entertainment and media, which as someone who is Asian, I think is fantastic. Um, it's great to have representation of all kinds. Um, I wish we could have more of all kinds. Um, but I do know that 
a lot of that, not everything, but there is a lot of um, Asian representation where they are mixed race Asian people. And I don't think that that's bad per se, but um, how do I word this? <laughs> it's definitely not bad, but I think it's... <sighs> Like a gatekeeping kind of role. Well, not like a gatekeeping, but I'm like, I don't want to say something super controversial, mm -hmm. but so as a mixed kid, as a mixed race child, for those who are wondering, I am Asian and white. Um, I feel like we have grown up our whole lives hearing that like mixed race people are so good looking, blah, 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 mm -hmm. blah. Which you'd think, I mean, it is a compliment, but it's also like, okay, just because people, like, someone is mixed race makes them good looking? Like, mm -hmm. well, uh, it's, it's it kind of weird. Like a, like it, it feels like fetishization, yeah, honestly. Like fetishization yeah, fetishization of, like, features and yes. or, like, specific it's, races. Well, and especially because there's a lot of issue of people being like, oh, well, I want to have a mixed race baby or things mm -hmm. like that. And that's like, that's kind of weird yeah like, you're, you're trying to play the genetics game in a really weird fashion yeah yeah or like kind of as you're saying you know they they are looking for these type of relationships because they want that specific outcome yeah which is weird like you yeah. like it, it should be more because you actually love, love them. the person yeah you love them maybe like even go even far beyond that and be like you really appreciate that culture and and um, it just so happens that the person that you love is like within that culture and you have that level of like understanding and connection with yeah. it. So as far as, again, not trying to be super controversial, but I feel like sometimes, um, when they cast a mixed race Asian person to represent a full Asian person, it's. I feel like sometimes it's because in the entertainment they think that the person is more palatable mm -hmm. or they have more of their other, especially if it's like a mixed race Asian white person. Yeah. Um, like they have white features where they look Asian enough, but they're not like Asian. Yeah. Um, <laughs> She's currently cringing and there's, dying inside. <laughs> there's so many... I wanted to segue kind of smoothly into things. <laughs> but then I came and opened my but, mouth. Well, no, 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 it's not that. It's just like I can't find a way to segue smoothly out of this. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm just going to unsmoothly segue into the thing of I think most mixed race kids can most, if not all, um, like I'm involved in some Facebook groups that are mixed race kids or parents of mixed race kids who want to learn more about the mixed race experience and how they can help their kids when their kids are growing up and stuff like that. But I think most people who are mixed race have some sort of identity crisis in their life mm -hmm. because I feel like a lot of people, not everyone, um, we go through this thing where we're told in our life, well, I'll, I mean, there's different different types of mixed race, right? But I, I'm Asian white, so I'll just use Asian white as my examples. But there's also Asian black, black Hispanic, Hispanic Asian, you know, like there's different, yeah. so many different types. But um, like there's a lot of people 
that are told, well, you're not white enough to be white and you're not Asian enough to be Asian. So mm-hmm. then a lot of kids, and especially in my generation, our generation, where there were more mixed kids, but probably not, unless you lived in a big city, like you probably didn't grow up around a lot of other mixed kids. So then it's like, well, who do I hang out with? Who will accept me? Yeah, like which which side would you end up defaulting in? Yeah, and I think I've seen a lot of cases of people I like personally even being in these Facebook groups because I have my own narrative I have my own story I have my own experiences but being in these Facebook groups with other mixed race people I've realized that I also have lived a very different experience than other mixed race people um for one I do not consider myself white presenting um most people that I've met have never said that I'm white presenting besides like one person. I'm like, <laughs> where, <laughs> excuse me, where, uh, white presenting meaning like if someone looked at me without knowing they would think that I'm a white person just for clarification for yeah. people who don't know what white presenting means. Um, I do not consider myself white presenting and I, I mean, I grew up with an Asian mother, a white dad, but We were not close to either family, but my mom, because my mom is an immigrant um, and I'm not like generations down because there are some people that are, um, and my mom is very tied to her culture, I luckily grew up with Thai culture. And so I think most of my life I have always considered myself Asian um, and I've identified with my Asian side. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of other mixed race kids haven't or felt like they weren't allowed to identify with one side either because they didn't grow up with the parent, especially people who are like mixed white with non-white. I've seen people who haven't grown up with the parent or their non-white parent was someone who's been in, in the U.S. for a couple of generations. So they've already like their culture has been a little watered down as well or just other things or people who are very white presenting, especially when it comes to Asian white mixed kids. Um, so they hung out with the white kids they, and they never really connected with their Asian side because they were told that they weren't Asian because they didn't look Asian, which I yeah. think is BS. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that even stems even beyond like just, um, I think these type of issues can extend just beyond like those who have parents. Like you could say also like adopted kids. Oh yeah. Oh, of course. Adopted Adopted kids. kids. And then even, I mean like um, POCs whose parents immigrated here, but they're still trying to blend into American culture. Like I know a lot of, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're trying to, to, you know, survive. Yes. Um, in in a different culture. And what do you do? You kind of embrace it uh, in some sense. Uh, and then I think I want to say that that might be dying out um, with potentially newer generations as like, sure, there is like that struggle sense. But I think again since we find that a lot of uh younger people are looking for like a sense of identity 
I think that they wouldn't want to try to deprive that from their child. Um, but there still are, you know, chances where there are pe- um, people who kind of are fine, grew up and are fine without having that connection to a background that they are a part of just because they never grew up with it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they would also, again, not find any need to teach or show this culture to their child. And I think it's only until the next child and they'll be like, oh, but I have this background. And like, you're all like, fine. I feel like it's more of like a self-discovery yeah. kind of phase that people go to. But kind of like, like my case, like my parents who, you know, they immigrated from El Salvador to the United States. Um, I think they were definitely one of the fewer type of parents who um, wanted us to assimilate so much with American culture. Like we, they 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 kind of held on to their roots really strongly, mm. and thankfully they found um, other people, although not that many within their own culture um, or like own community, but they found others. Uh, in this case, you know, other Latinos and could still like understand and fully embrace who they were. Yeah. Um, and seeing that they didn't have to like relinquish who they were uh, with their children. Yeah. And kind of, you know, help them blend in and but understand both sides of of like where they are versus who they are. Yeah. Right. I can say I'm a little bit as a. I'm a little bit of a bitter millennial um, speaking specifically with culture. Um, well, no, because I'm in that age group where, so my mom is from Thailand. I don't speak Thai. <laughs> um, supposedly maybe when I was young, I spoke it or like not like fluently or anything, but like I think when I was a baby until I went to kindergarten ish age, uh, my mom spoke to me in mostly Thai, and I would respond to her in Thai. Mm. I don't remember this, but that is what she told me. And then she said when I like started going to school, I didn't want to speak Thai anymore, and I just wanted to speak English. So that might be on me. But I know like other kids, especially during the time when I was starting school, a lot of other millennial children, that was the time when, for some reason, <laughs> we in this country thought that if kids spoke any other language than English, it would hinder them in school with English. And so kids of immigrants, kids who spoke a second language or technically English was their second language, um, kids who spoke another language at home, their parents were being told by teachers, school administration, not to speak to them in their native languages at home and to speak to their kids in English because it would hinder their English in school. And while it does hinder a tiny bit at the very beginning because the kid is not used to English kids, like we know linguistics knows that kids learn language so fast that it really doesn't make a difference. As as it tells in every class, kids are like sponges. Yes. They will absorb anything and everything. Yes. So I'm bitter, a, a, a little bit bitter about being part of that generation where especially as someone who loves language now as an adult, like I'm super bitter that I'm in that generation where still where like people were told, don't speak your native tongue at home, speak English only so that your kid doesn't get behind in school. Yeah. Um, that, that was definitely something that 
they told my parents, but they're yep. like, no. Yeah, your parents were like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. And then, no, I mean, there's definitely parents who wouldn't care or parents who probably couldn't speak English well enough to speak to their kids at home in English. But I know that there are a lot of people that are also affected by that. And they yeah. also say, like, I regret that I can't speak my like parents native language very well or at all because they were told when I was young that I shouldn't be speaking it. Yeah. I mean, I, even for myself, um, I find it that my English itself is more of the quirky <laughs> bit, you know, whatever <laughs> it's like, I can, I can speak to you, come to you here right now and speak to you in a very, very, you know, English way of speaking where yeah. I have everything enunciated and whatever I can do that. But in reality, if I'm talking to you or any of my friends, there's definitely at times where I have tongue twisting myself yes. just because I'm throwing in, you know, sometimes sounds that are in Spanish or whatnot. Yeah. Um, but that still doesn't impede the way how I yeah. communicate. Like you can understand, I think kind of with that um, fear of um, that could be a hindrance to the child. Uh, people just didn't want to um, learn to evolve their their hear their hearing. Mm. They, they 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 sought to to see English as like it should stay this way. Mm. Again, we know from the linguistic standpoint that throughout time languages do change yes. and stuff like that. Yeah. So I wouldn't be hundred percent surprised. Uh, how like maybe in 10 years English will sound different than what it sounds right now just because we have again introducing so many more um kids uh, people from different backgrounds yeah both from the U.S. outside the U.S. or whatnot all this influence um especially with media that will cause people to develop their lexicon yeah. and their way well, of I mean, speech differently there's so many words I like saw an article the other day about um, words related to like Korean entertainment that were added to like the English dictionary. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I can't remember any of them right now, but it, it, uh, maybe that, but like Konglish words or mm-hmm. straight Korean words. And I'm just like, that's cool. But yeah, crazy just because mm-hmm. like Korean stuff is so popular right now. But honestly, <laughs> I, as someone who's like super interested in languages and linguistics, I can't say that all people will agree with me that are super into languages, but they should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse my bias. Yeah. But language is literally a tool for communication. I do not believe that any person has to be perfect in a language. I do not believe in fluency because I don't even think that people are quote unquote fluent in their native languages and their first languages mm-hmm. because you cannot talk about every single subject like, if I just start throwing out some, like, theoretical physics words at you right now, would you completely understand it? Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> like, depending on how deep you go. So, I don't believe in fluency. And one time, a professor, a language professor, said it's not about being perfect or having a perfect sentence structure or about being right. It's about being understood. Yeah. As long as the person understands what you're trying to say, that's the more important thing about speaking a language it's not about being super correct yeah that is true um well i guess we should take a small break here yes um and we will be right back 
Hello. <laughs> Welcome back to Two Peas in the Snow. We are talking about being, well, talking about multiracial uh, people. Yes. Kids. Um, struggles. The mixed race experience. I mean, we've talked pretty much only talked about bad things yeah. <laughs> in a way. Um, so now we talk about funds. Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't, you know, our time is limited here. Yes. Um, I don't want to go super into it. I mean, obviously everything has pros and cons. Mm -hmm. Every single thing in life and in the world has pros and cons. If you guys want us to talk about it more for a part two, maybe. Ooh, yeah. Let us know. Um, but I can say one advantage is, um, you get the best of both worlds. <laughs> like, <laughs> or the best of multiple worlds. I mean, not everyone is just two race mixed race. Like there are people who are multiple. <laughs> you get the best. Oh my gosh. Um, I mean, <laughs> no offense. There's not a lot that I get from being white, <laughs> especially a white American person. <laughs> like it's not like my dad has a, is super tied to any culture even though he's like almost 100% German, it's not like his family does a bunch of German stuff. So I'm, I, you know, I don't really get anything from that side, but like I get bomb Thai food at home every single day, like better than the Thai restaurants that Fairbanks is so famous for. <laughs> mm. Everyone be jealous of me. Yes, you're allowed. <laughs> Shade. <laughs> um, and, I get to experience Thailand except in a different way than everyone else because I get to go to the places where no one speaks English. So right. <laughs> I'm out of luck, <laughs> but there's but, no other tourists there, <laughs> but in luck because you got family <laughs> yes. that can like help you, you know, you're not like doing this alone, quote unquote. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, a lot of my family also doesn't speak English, but <laughs> yeah, no, so that's why I kind of, I was talking with someone actually yesterday about it. I was like, the good thing is, like, if anyone, if anyone, any of my friends wanted to, like, visit El Salvador and get, like, the non-touristy experience. I was, yeah. I was like, just let me know. We can, we can hit it up Non-touristy experience and especially, like, like, I mean, Thailand in general is already cheap, even the touristy stuff. But, like, being in the non-touristy place and especially not being, like, white presenting, like, People in Thailand, I mean, they might know that I'm like, so the word for like mixed race is like look krung. So people probably know that I'm look krung because I don't look like completely Thai. Mm -hmm. But like I'm thankfully I am. I know other people who are half Thai that are not automatically assumed to be Thai. But I'm usually assumed to be Thai because people will come up to me and speak Thai to me and just assume that I <laughs> will have no issue. <laughs> And you're like, haha, psych. Um, Do you know Chinese per chance? <laughs> <laughs> Me in Korea on right. a Thai tour. Anyways. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like, I don't get those, like, farang prices. Mm -hmm. Farang is foreigner in Thai. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I get the real Thai people prices at places, yeah. which is even cheaper. See what I gotta do in order to get those cheap prices? I just walk around with my mom. <laughs> no, exactly. That's that's but what I'm saying. I mean, if I could speak Thai, then I could probably do it without my mom too. But like, if I'm with my mom, like no one ever. Yeah, 
the worst thing is just I guess get the the ladies who like have like clothing shops or whatever. It's like, oh come in, like uh, like you see that you might need some pants. Like they start like almost roasting what you're wearing. <laughs> I'm like, oh come in. It's like, do you need underwear? It might be too bit too too small now. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> like I feel, I feel like at that point, like, I might have you well seen just, me before? You know that I gained weight. <laughs> it's like I was like, all right, bet I'm gonna go into your to your shop for spite because you told me that. <laughs> but yeah, and, and, and for me, I I don't know how before when I was living there, I could go to the supermarket and not feel embarrassed or, or like find the situation kind of funny now when i go there i'm just like laughing like i'm like i'm trying not to laugh Probably just because when you were younger you didn't really know as much like you didn't have as much of an understanding as you do now i know i mean they did that when i was younger but i was just like oh okay you know that's how shops right, work exactly I wasn't, I wasn't you were a, used to it too yeah yeah i wasn't i totally like forgotten about like american like shop shopping mannerisms or whatever so then i was like ah, oh, okay now this makes it a little bit awkward but funny yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah. yeah um so shall we do our buzzfeed quizzes yeah it's been a while since we've done buzzfeed quizzes so we're gonna do buzz we're gonna end this mixed race topic here yes. for now mm-hmm. unless you guys want to hear more let us know mm-hmm. part two um so what have what do we have today for our buzzfeed quiz <laughs> Um, so we're going to do two. And since we were talking about being mixed race, which has to do with the world, (laughs) I decided to be really mean to JC because he's admittedly been very bad at geography. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And I found this quiz that said, I'm going to be honest. I can only see genuinely smart people passing the seven question geography test. So, um, we're going to read questions and options out loud. And then I think we should choose an answer that we actually click before we say what we think it is out loud Mm -hmm. so that we're not like getting the answer from the other person, you know? Um, so yeah, I'll start it off. What is the second tallest mountain in the world? Mount Everest, K2, Mount Fuji or table mountain? All right, I put my answer. Yes, me too. All right, I said K2. Yes, I did too, and it's correct. Yep, because I think Table Mountain's in Africa, if I'm correct. I believe. Or is it it's either in, in Africa or it's in Australia? I think Australia. Yeah, because I feel like I've seen it before, or like I've seen the image Kilimanjaro of it. Kilimanjaro is the Africa one. Africa, yeah. the tall Africa one, the mm-hmm. one that people know. Yeah, the song. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> then Fuji, Japan, but it's not that big. Technically no. speaking, in comparison. No. Um, yeah, Mount Everest biggest. Are we? Do you want me to read all of them? Yeah. Okay. What is what is the largest Canadian province by land area? Ontario, Quebec, British Columbia, or Nunavut? Okay, I was like, I couldn't tell. JC started smiling, and I was like, he either got it wrong, <laughs> or he got it right. Uh, Nunavut. Yes. Yes, yeah. I knew that too. Because I was thinking, I'm like, all right, uh, Whitehorse, that area has the biggest, like, area that I've seen within the map. Mm. Except Nunavut, I mean, the Whitehorse is not in Nunavut, it's in the Yukon. <laughs> well, but I mean that area, like, going, because I'm just imagining, like, how the section, uh-huh. sections divide. I imagine Nunavut's more the top area, yes, right? Yes, Nunavut is the very north. The very north part, part. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is full of a lot of islands. Like, it has a lot of um, breakup with the ocean and stuff yeah. like that, too. Yeah. 
Okay, which of these South American countries does not have a coastline? Bolivia, Brazil, Suriname, or Peru? Shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Now you got me thinking. Um, uh, Shoot. It's not quite your part Uh, of the world, but it's close to your part of the world. Okay, that was my second guess. Okay, what I thought was my second guess. Uh, I put Peru... But it's Bolivia. Yes, it is Bolivia, which I got yeah. right. See, I was thinking, I was like, Bolivia, but I was thinking, like, okay, either either Peru is the one that, it, like, it has, like, Peru or Bolivia had, like, a limiting one. But I'm like, which one's actually fully landlocked? And I was just confused there for a second. But, yeah. I was like, doesn't Peru have, like, a pretty was, I was large think, coastline? <laughs> well, because I was thinking about Chile. And Chile is the one that goes around the edge. Yeah, so Chile then, is, like, the long country. Yeah, like, I know, like, something... I know one of them was blocked by that. So that's why they didn't... They wouldn't have any connection. Mm. I didn't mm. think about it until just now. But I'm also watching the newest season of 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and one of the girls is from Peru. Mm. And so the dude was in Peru. And there was the ocean. Uh. <laughs> Okay, what is not the name of an Australian state? Victoria, Queensland, Kangarooia, New South Wales. It's going to be either BSC. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I ha- knew it. Did I you kn- really get it wrong? I knew it. Child. I knew it. I knew Kangarooia did not make any sense. <laughs> I knew it. I put Victoria because I was just like, just in case they're trying to pull your strings on here. Oh, no, it's definitely Ah, all of their states are very British because the British people. Yeah. (laughs) What is the capital of New Hampshire? Fairy Gardens, Concord, Manchester or Nashua? I have it. Actually, no, this one is Concord. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm proud of you. <laughs> like I've, I've listened. I mean, Game Grumps, I think they made some references to New Hampshire before. Oh, like, really? Some, like, jokes. So I think oh. they mentioned Concord before. Okay. <laughs> what is the fifth largest city in China? Um, I'll say it in the American way. Shanghai, Hangzhou, Harbin, Guangzhou. This feels like who wants to be a millionaire. It's like, ding, ding, ding. You know? um, even for me, this is the one I should know the most. But even for me, this is a uh... tricky. Yes, I, I have my answer. I I'm like between two right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to dang it. OK, which one did you put? I chose Hangzhou. Same. But Guang, it was between Hangzhou and Guangzhou. I just thought that Guangzhou was a little bit bigger, but yeah, it was the right one. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, Shanghai, I'm like, sure, it's big. Uh, one of the bigger ones. Shanghai is like the biggest <laughs> Chinese city. Oh, okay. Harbin, I was like, I don't, never heard of her. <laughs> oh, Harbin has the largest ice sculpture festival in the world. Mm-mm, that's Fairbanks. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, actually, Harbin builds like entire like castles out of snow. <laughs> Shh, people come over here, boy, China. <laughs> For the <Okay>. festival. <laughs> and finally, which of these is a real country? Lollyland, Kiribati, Bosophona, Awesome Wow. <laughs> I knew this one. Eyes. <laughs> Did you get it wrong? <laughs> I feel like I honestly thought it was like Bosophona. 
Okay, I could kind of see yeah. how that. Yeah, no, it's Kiribati. Kiribati. It's an African country. Mm. That's why people probably don't know because a lot of people don't know African. Ge- I mean, I admittedly don't know a lot of African geography, but I know most of the African countries. I just could not really place them on a map. Mm-hmm. So I got three out of seven. You could use some work. <laughs> I got six out of seven. Scored better than ninety-four percent of all quiz takers. Ooh, nice. Not surprised because I'm good at geography. <laughs> Alrighty, now we're going to jump in quickly to this last one. This is our speed round BuzzFeed quiz. Yes. So this one, nothing related to what we've been talking about today. Just because no, we, just both, a fun one. we both uh, work in schools. Yes. So build a cafeteria lunch tray and we'll reveal which uh, click you belong in. Choose a main dish. We got chicken burger. Oh, we were going to guess what click we were in first. Uh, I think it's going to say I'm either theater or um, anime. Yeah, I was going to say I'm going to be in like either like the music people or theater nerds unless they're like put together. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't really know. Cool. Choose a main dish. You got chicken burger, pizza, fish sticks, spaghetti and meatballs, chicken nuggets and veggie burger. Um, uh, chicken burger. Yeah, I was going to say in school, I think I actually ate chicken burgers a lot. Same. And that and pizza. Uh, choose a side. We got peas and carrots, Caesar salad, coleslaw, garlic bread, beans, and steamed broccoli. Caesar salad for me. Uh, I would definitely choose garlic bread. Uh, choose another side. Tater tots, fries, nachos, corn, bun, salad, but this tomatoes. Uh, yeah, it says quote unquote salad. <laughs> yeah, fries. Yeah, uh, tater tots for me. Mm-hmm. I know you, you like that better. Uh, some Choose some kind of fruit. Apple, banana, orange, fruit salad, applesauce, fruit leather. Orange. N- normally I would say fruit salad, but fruit salad is usually like cup fruit in cafeteria lunches, so yeah. I will say orange as well. Mm. Choose a drink. We got milk, chocolate milk, applesauce, soda. Apple juice, <laughs> not applesauce. Uh, oh, sorry, apple juice. Uh, chocolate milk, because I always like chocolate milk. Um... I guess I guess buns. I, I'm going with myself now, not myself in high school. High school me would have chosen apple juice, but I think soda. I don't like milk. I hate milk. <laughs> Choose a dessert: pudding cup, half raw cookie, donut, apple pie. Um, out of these, I'm not like a huge cookie person. I am, but like with weird flavors. So a pudding cup, I guess, for me. I would say a uh, cookie. Interesting. Not what I was expecting. <laughs> That's weird. All right, do you want to say it together or? Yeah, let's. Three, two, one. Goss. Overachievers. Uh. <laughs> I feel like we should be all, like switched. I should be right? in the emo kids. Right. So I said, um, you're a nice, cool person, but you have a dark, almost supernatural side to you. <laughs> There's more. Uh, do you that you're you're unexpectedly drawn to? You're mysterious, and you like it that way. Plus, you look great in black. Oh my gosh. Okay, mine's overachievers. When it comes to achieving, you overdeliver the good grades, the extracurriculars, the friendly reports with your teachers. You can do it all. You're exhausted, but you can sleep when you're dead. I mean, yes, except that last part. Yeah. Because I have, I have a good sleep schedule. Well, I was going to say, like, this is kind of me now, though. Like, I do help kids with their grades, and sure. I have good report with the teachers in the school. Because you have to, because it's your job. Well, and also because some of them were my teachers in high school. So, sure. and, so you can't bully them. And I still talked to them outside of high school and outside of working at that high school. Mm, that's true. Well, it's a wrap up for our, our show today. Where yeah. can you find us, Kristen? You can find us on Instagram at Two Peas in the Snow Official. 
all together, no caps. Yeah, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Yes. Um, this has been us. Uh, us. <laughs> this has been us. This is the name of the show. Us. No, this has been two pieces in the snow. Uh, give us a rating on any of those platforms. That would be really appreciated. Uh, definitely follow us on in, on Instagram. Engage tr- with us. We're begging you. Yes. <laughs> we want some engagement. I see you on my analytics. I know what's going on. Um, I still need to post more to the actual Instagram. True. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> Not well. For oh, the well, first you- time ever, we actually can tell you what next week's topic is going to be. We're going to have another special guest. Yes. That's the hint. <laughs> Watch us next week. Be like, hey guys, uh-huh. so uh, psych. <laughs> We're supposed to have another special guest. Yes. There may, there's a possibility it may not happen. Uh-huh. Look forward to it. Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's been our show. We hope you enjoy it. And we will see you all next week. Bye. Bye.